Hello and welcome to Tom Meets Interesting People. This is the podcast where I meet everyone from voice actors to nuclear engineers to talk about their work, their projects and their processes. And you can all thank my boyfriend John for this episode. I pull out a big post on Facebook and I got lots and lots of replies that I'm super, super grateful for. And I asked John to help me out filtering all of the uh, replies. John saw this band post and demanded that I get them on the podcast. So let me introduce them to you. The band is Shuby Doom. Uh, they're from Germany and they blend both swing and metal together in what I think is the most fun sound I have heard all year. Uh, their journey started with singer Eden and guitarist Tom, uh, who happened to be married as well, and were later joined by Bar, who brought the keyboards along. Uh, their first song, Old School Medicine, explores mental health and self-discovery, and at the time of recording this, they have just released Swinging It, their second single, which is available to stream on YouTube and Spotify and wherever else you get your music right now. Uh, Eden, Tom, Bar, the warmest, warmest welcome to Tom Meets Interesting People. Thank you. Thank We're you so, so much happy for having to us. Be here. Yeah. Now, just to help out, I normally <laughs> add to John as well. Yeah, I should give John producer credits for this. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to, though. Uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> Now, just to help out the listeners, and just so we can get used to who is who, um, would you like to introduce yourself one at a time, starting with Eden? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so my name is Eden. Uh, I come from Israel. I'm 31 years old. Um, I'm the lead singer of Shubi Doom. I also have a relocation agency in Germany, um, and I organize female entrepreneur community also here in Leipzig. Um, yeah, super happy to, to be here and to talk about music. That's one of my favorite topics of all times to talk about. Awesome. Yeah, we love music here. Uh, Tom, would you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Tom. I'm also from Israel, married to this lovely singer and woman. And um, yeah, I, I play as the main guitarist and the only guitarist in Shubidu. And um, yeah, sometimes I produce, sometimes I do videos. And uh, sometimes I interview for awesome podcasts. (laughs) Nice. And then you fell fell into this one and you're just like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Bar, would you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Bar. I'm 34 years old. I also come from Israel. I'm the third wheel. <laughs> and I'm also a music producer, uh, production, uh, production and mix mastering. Um, and basically, I started to play music when I was like 22, so it's a bit old. Um, but this is all my passion. Uh, so this is basically my short thing about it. <laughs> Never too late to begin. Now, I love to know the context of my guests. You're the first band i've had like i normally just do one-on-ones but today i've just got all three of you um so i understand shiwi doom got their start um with eden and tom is that correct yeah it was actually not supposed to be a band out there in the in the world to be honest 
it started um, just a small background. They were there two were in a metal band before named uh, Send Inside. Before, before, oh, before, before. <laughs> uh, that was existing for eight years at that time. And um, Tom came to me and just said, you know, I really want to. I have some uh, one of my million ideas, and uh, I want to kind of. Uh, bounce ideas with you which one I want to continue with and one of them was uh, just a swing metal uh, combination and since it got me super intrigued I was like how about we we not put any pressure on that and we just make it as an like a couple's activity kind of thing because we really like to work together in many many <laughs> aspects in life um and so we just uh, started working on that together and we we really fell in love with the song that was old school medicine and we just said okay that cannot stay only on on our mm -hmm. computer <laughs> that has to go out and uh, that's when tom started convincing bar to join and please come yeah, it, it, took convincing. it took some convincing but uh yeah we I think we all see the potential of that being something super special mm -hmm. and something that not many people have done before. So that also brought um, some interest into this band and uh, that's where we're taking it from now. <laughs> oh, awesome. Um, Tom, I've got, I got to ask you, why swing metal? Because to my layman's ear, they seem like two polar opposites that shouldn't combine and yet somehow you do it masterfully so why why swing metal it's a really funny story behind it because it wasn't intentionally supposed to be anything to do with these two genres together it was supposed to be like a pop project that had like a bit more guitars and energy into it and um uh, we just thought okay uh, maybe we should we can add some trumpets and some saxophones and some uh, jazzy instruments into this whole package and surprisingly it works really well together because the the, the sound of the brass instruments combined with the uh, harsh uh, distortion of the guitars really complement each other in terms of sounds and uh, it's something that you know we, we just discovered when we did the songs um, so we fell in love with swing not long ago it was also like uh, three or four years ago we just happened to hear it somewhere and um, we said, well, well let's, let's try combining something that no one did before. And we were looking for it. No one ever done it before. You have some songs of some bands that combine both elements, but not a specific genre. Yeah. And this was very, very hard to, <laughs> to invent because you have no reference. You have no idea how it's supposed to sound like. How to sound like, how to appear like. We're now also creating our own appearance and uh, how to perform it, how to make a show out of it. This is all really new to us, but it's exciting. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm so glad to be here at this stage of your, your career as well. Um, I, I do feel like like I am... Like, it, it's kind of like that hipster thing, except, like, much more cooler. <laughs> I, I absolutely love this. Um, but, now, um, when Tom came to you and said, let's do swing metal, what was your reaction? Well, at the start, I didn't really know how to react to it because I didn't know how it sounds, so I didn't, I didn't have any idea. And back in the days, like it was in the old band that we have. Um, so I still wanted to give it a chance to the old band, but the members and the staff not work that well. So 
we get to the point that we have to break it. Um, and then, like, we start, like, like, I ask him how, like, I, I can't give you right now the answer because I need to know how, like, how the sound is, like, how it's work. And then he, like, give me the listening, like, how, like, how the project looked like and how the instructions look like. And then I said, okay, this is something I can, like, really go well with that because it still have the, like, you know, the influence of metal that I like, like the, the passion and the power. And it has something twist with it. So it's like something you can dance with it. And add elements that was not before. That like maybe, I don't know, in metal they're afraid of it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how I discovered that I can relate it to it and have like passion about this thing also. And that's why I decided to join basically. Oh, awesome, awesome. Now uh, let's stick with you, Bart. Who would be your big influences in terms of music? Who do you really look up to? Corey Taylor. Slipknot <laughs> 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 is in the house. <laughs> yeah, I came from the metal, and like Corey Taylor was the first one that I can say that I was able to be related uh, to. Because, you know, the influence that he was uh, suffered from bullying and yep. all these things that happened that I was very related to it uh, with all the thoughts and all the thinking. So that's why I really like him. And of course, he's a legendary with the, with the voice he had. Like, yeah. I don't know if someone else can do it <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right when you say that, though, because like music can be this platform to sort of reach out to others who have gone through the same thing and say, you know what, there is that kind of hope, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, no, do you want, do you want to expand on that or? Uh... <laughs> I don't want to take more time. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> Let's jump back now. Uh, Tom Eden, who are your big influences? Who, who are the ones you look up to? Well, uh, I'm also really... Uh, I also came from the metal scene, so I've, I've been listening to things from Corey Taylor, uh, from Slipknot to Trivium, uh, Killswitch Engage, and uh, a lot more heavier stuff. Um, and just in the past recent years, I started finally opening up to other genres, you know, because uh, when we're younger, we tend to like enclose ourselves in a specific type of um, who we are and what we are. And we sometimes restrict ourselves from being open to new, interesting stuff. So I was avoiding with everything I had uh, from pop, from rap, uh, swing, all, all this stuff of music. I was like, no, no, not for me. If it's not heavy and it's not screaming, not my thing. <laughs> Um, and uh, I was working in a restaurant, and um, in the when, when we were closing everything, someone uh, played uh, electro swing, and while it was playing, I'm like sweeping and dancing at the same time. <laughs> like, okay, there's something nice there. <laughs> Something's going on. Um, and ever since, it just kept evolving. So um, I've been listening to you know lots of jazz musicians, uh, electro swing musicians, um, also the old ones, Eddie James, uh, Peter Franklin, um, and uh, it, it's just evolving all the time. You know, this world is big enough 
to experience yeah. more than one type of music in one type of genre. So well said. No, no reason for it to repair stuff. Well, well said. And Eden, um, yourself? Yeah. Um, to me, I also come from rock and metal influences. That's how I grew up as well. Um, but I was really um, going into like the female lead um, bands within this genre. Um, within Temptation, Nightwish, and uh, let's say last or five, four or five years, also Hailstorm, which is mm-hmm. now definitely my favorite singer, <laughs> Lizzie Hay, and I look up to her. Um, not only because of how they sing, how they perform, what um, what genre they are doing, and so on, which is definitely like hands on to them, um, but also what they are speaking about, also behind the scene and after the shows, um, very much female empowerment. And to me, she was a huge inspiration. Um, and also the the swing metal since we since we live together the electro swing also came to my life and now this is our um music track whenever we want to um you know change our mood from being lazy to do something mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how we start. um so that also really helped me a lot um i wasn't really that restrictive with music yes when i was in high school for sure but um it took it didn't take me that that long to kind of expand my my music variety um but it it to me, it was still kind of like, how the hell do we combine them together? But it seemed somehow uh, that that worked. Um, but one other inspiration that I take from is um, Forbit, which they, I think, were the first really great fusion that I've seen between two genres that I thought that also don't, do not combine, which is kind of like a, uh, also metal with um, country. with country, right? Like the cowboy style of music. And to me, that was really cool. So that definitely opened the option of, combining something that sounds ridiculous <laughs> but it does work together very well no yeah. i love these like combinations i don't know if fusion is the right word but i absolutely like adore these combinations you're just mentioning there i mean obviously we're talking about swing and metal and then you mentioned country and metal and i'm like can that work does that work <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So let's talk about uh, now your own music. Uh, that's kind of what we're here to do. Uh, your first song, Old School Medicine. Um, introduce it for us. Uh, I'll open it up to any one of you three. Um, tell us about this song and why would you make a song about mental health? So it came originated from the sentence, everything is going to be okay. That's part of the chorus. And it just... the, the, the if you know the process of writing songs, usually it begins with some um, musical phrase or a sentence or something that, and it, the whole song builds up upon that. Uh, I mean, it works different for everyone, um, but that's how I write songs. And um, I came to Eden and I, I sang her the, the line. We started making the music around it, and then we were thinking, okay, how do we make a story out of it? And uh, then came the idea of. Um, really incorporating the mental health into this uh, song. When you come to someone and tell him everything is going to be okay, when it's not okay, and uh, it just started flowing. So we thought of how to write the, the verse, and uh, uh, the words just came out. Uh, we made it into like a really 
my brain is stuck. You can see that behind us there is like a bookshelf and yeah. uh, bookcase. This is filled with self-development and self-improvement books. This is something that is very dear to us. We really enjoy learning about psychology and how the mind works and how to Im improve ourselves and so on. Um, combining the fact that I was also a teacher before that have some influences also in that song. Uh, for example, the phrase of can't stand all this constant sitting is relating to Ritalin and ADHD students and how they cannot sit down anymore. And uh, when they, you know, they have to sit down for 45 minutes in class and so on. And it's kind of like um, the whole thing combined to us together um, for, for old school medicine, because this is kind of also a way for us to put out a message of Hey, there are a lot of things in the world that we um, we see that has like we have modern problems, but they are treated with old-fashioned, old-school medicine or um, solutions and so on. So um, we kind of combined a lot of things within us and our passions and our interests together with one song. And I, I think we definitely want to kind of continue in that line of um, getting to know yourself. Yeah. Um, psychology and and so on. So. But you, but you are right, like, it, mental health there and talking about it and being open about it is super important, isn't it? Because for far too long we have left mental health as kind of like a secondary concern when it is just as important as your physical health, isn't it? That was actually not a concern. I think it was mostly something you should be ashamed of a lot of the time. Like, oh my god, no, don't, don't talk about you being depressed. Just, you know, suck it up or um, go cry in the, in the corner and come back. This is kind of... Uh, that was an influence that we, I think even we had um, as so far, like, like um, uh, toxic masculinity, you know, we as men are not supposed to cry or show emotions and yeah. uh, you know, my father was a really tough guy who never cried and his father okay. was the same and yeah. uh, you know, you look at them and you're being inspired and you hear about uh, people going to psychologists so your first uh, question used to be, what are you crazy? What, what, why, yeah. why are you going to a psychologist? Don't even suggest that there, I mean... Yeah, but the, the more you grow to realize that most of our, even physical problems are all up here. And the, the earlier you address it and being open about it, you improve yourself. And then because you're improving yourself, everybody sees you differently. So yeah. it's nothing to be ashamed of. I just read something that's not all the time you can think it's able to fix here because sometimes it's something chemistry that work alone. Yeah. You cannot fix it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you need to have pills 
So it's very absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Sometimes this is this is the main solution. But we're we're just talking about first. You need to address yeah. this whole issue. You acknowledge have... the problem. Yeah, yeah, to understand this is something you don't hide and it goes away. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, yeah. People yeah. who are working in this field just because they know what they're doing because people need it. Yeah, yeah, and it goes back to that old adage, doesn't it? The um, a problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, or fixed because they can also give you some, you know, yeah. some tools. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's never a quick fix, but you know, sharing something is always getting off the chest, and you might get closer to really understanding what's happening. Yeah, I mean, this the, this song has so many messages with like one song, so we can talk about that. <laughs> Well, that's what we're here to do. Um, <laughs> so it's now five o'clock. Um, <laughs> we'll get the Red Bull in. Um, but in the music video, uh, you are performing in silhouette form. I'm, so I'm curious. T- tell me about that. Well, <laughs> I- I'm, I'm a huge advocate for uh, interesting video. And um, we wanted to do something like this for... Uh, quite a while, you know. So we we shot ourselves on a green screen, and then uh, we isolated ourselves from the environment and painted ourselves in different colors in the videos. Um, and we just planned it ahead and played with the lyrics while it was happening. Um, the whole idea was really to create a lyric video, but not just to put the lyrics on the screen, but to make it more interesting. So something is happening. There's a story behind it, not just you know read the song and that's it. Go on with your life. Um, we are interacting with what's happening. There's a story behind it, you know. Yeah, the characters are going in and out of one another uh, to incorporate like um, what's going on with their heads and uh, the things that um, revolve around our feelings and our emotions. So we thought this would be the, the coolest way to present that. This is also a good way for us to explain part of what we meant by the song with the silhouettes. I mean, the, the lyrics also kind of help with it because of how Tom created it. But the combination of the, the silhouettes give an extra perspective of how to look at it and how to understand the song from, from the silhouettes. And we don't have fancy film equipment, so... Yes. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. That is a really good way to hide your uh, your low quality equipment. Yeah. <laughs> everything on the phone. And, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, well, this is being recorded on a webcam. Uh, that was like twenty yeah. thirty quid. A microphone that was thirty quid on eBay. So yeah, it's like our, our technology has given us given us that. But uh, Bar, have you got anything else you want to add to that? About the clip itself, um, yeah, that's the main idea was behind it. That like we don't have that much uh, quality equipment that we can like um, record and stuff like that. So this was the best solution for it. Um, but stay tuned for the next clip because this is gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yes, I come to. Is that for swinging it? I come to that in a minute. <laughs> Sure. Love that song. Love that song. We'll talk about that in a, in a brief second. Um, but you kind of hinted at something there with the silhouettes, and um, Eden, you also talked about this on on some of your um, on on some of the Instagram stories and some of the TikTok videos. That um, just because the song sounds upbeat doesn't mean it's positive. So, can you expand on that? 
Yeah, what I meant is in particular the the phrase of everything is going to be okay. It just we mentioned we started from it. It's um, basically we're saying everything is going to be okay, singing like super happy. But this is kind of a cynic way to talk about this sentence because. We're kind of addressing that as if, okay, this is something that everybody would tell you or like that, that used to happen um, just in a way for you to kind of um, push that problem away or let's just stop talking and let's not talk about this topic anymore. Let's, you know, we don't want to have that hard feelings um, in the conversation. So that's kind of one way to for people to just throw something to the air and move on. Um, so. We're just saying you have to pay attention to the lyrics and to what we're saying there to understand that, like the first sentence, everything's going to be okay, does not really mean we're we're pushing you into the positive thinking of like yeah, <laughs> very hippy dippy kind of thing. It's just like you said. <laughs> if someone tells you I'm feeling bad, I'm feeling uh, terrible, nothing's working for me, and he comes and say everything's going to be okay, he's not giving you a solution. He's just diluting the problem, telling you. Okay, I'm swiping it off. It's gonna be okay. Just suck it up and deal with right. it. And in this way, I'm asking, like, how do you know that? <laughs> how would you know that everything is gonna be okay? How is that a solution? Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Um, but anything to add to that? It's normally always the conversation I have with Tom. But sometimes everything's gonna be okay. And then, tell, and then I tell him, how do you know it's gonna be okay? <laughs> <laughs> Like coming from true life. <laughs> we're all learning. We're all learning. It's a really deep process, and it, it can take years to understand how to talk to other yeah. people in a way that really helps them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we learn how to listen more and how to uh, understand. Mm -hmm. we, we, yeah. we don't know. There, there's never knowing to what might happen, but there is understanding of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally, totally. And um, yeah, I think we, we also, when we say everything's going to be okay, we don't always know that we mean it. It's not, it's just that automatic thing we say, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's this automatic um, trying to solve this thing, like trying to balance it back to normal again. Because someone is telling you this is feeling bad, so immediately you're, there's some negative effect happening there. And immediately we want to balance it up to make it like normal. So we say everything is going to be okay. Don't worry. And we're like balancing it for us, but for them it's not really helping with the situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eden, I hope you don't mind me bringing this up um, as well. But you, you did mention this in, in some of the, some of the social media. Um, the same day you released Old School Medicine was also the day you were fired from your job. Which right. I'm really sorry to hear that, that, but I'm also really happy to hear that the song came out. Um, yeah, well, don't be that, don't be that uh, sorry for that because it's not, it, it wasn't that that bad of a thing <laughs> to be honest. Baron, I um, totally get you. <laughs> no, actually, uh, that that could have been true to any other job, but for me, it was a very good job. It's just the fact that I had one job and also I started with my business already. So to me, it was kind of a sign, hey, how about you focus only on your business now? So um, I was kind of in a way relieved that I can go full force in my uh, with my business. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, <laughs> that it was, but, but like the timing <laughs> was <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah, off, but he couldn't yeah. know, yeah. so yeah. 
Sign yeah. from God. <laughs> perhaps, maybe, perhaps. Because um, by all accounts, it was a good sign because your second single's just come out at the time of recording this. Uh, I, I know probably by the time I get, I get around to releasing this episode, you probably would have released an entire album by then. Um, please do. Please do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, tell, tell us about Swinging It. Um very different song. Uh, introduce it for us. This was also supposed to be a pro project, <laughs> initially. <laughs> Especially the uh, after the chorus, you have the uh, the drop with the saxophone. So this was supposed to be the main focus. And the song was originally uh, supposed to be called "Winging It," not "Swinging It." Um, and uh, you know, got it all figured out. I'm winging it. It was supposed to be like a, uh, someone who was just. Doesn't plan anything. Everything is uh, happening automatically. They don't really uh, think too much about what they're doing and just doing it. Um, and uh, we had some back and forth with this idea because uh, um, we weren't sure if this is the right message we want to have for the song. So we were thinking of maybe let's make it swing it, into swinging it. And uh, the meaning of swinging it is um, to do something successfully, um, sometimes by making other people uh, uh, also do something that were they weren't uh, initially um, planning on. planning on them. Yeah. So it just uh, okay. So we're thinking of someone who is uh, succeeding in doing something on her own, and uh, okay, let's let's make it even more advanced and turn in, turn turn her into a con artist, and uh, and she's a, a successful woman that manipulates men, and. Uh, uh, it sounds like a female empowerment song, but it's not really. It, it's, it's about, you know, uh, be careful yeah. <laughs> out there. Some people will try to scam you and some will succeed. And um, so who was like the leading force behind making that? Was that yourself, Tom? Uh, I think we all I think Tom is, is the good. seed of every song. And, and we kind of, together, we groom it together and make it awesome. But every time that Tom comes, we're like, hey, I have one sentence. Or I have this uh, combination of maybe this could be a chorus with this sentence. And it's, it's always like, this is the seed, and we kind of developed it all together. I think this is what makes the band, the band really work well, because, you know, we bring out the ideas, all of us, all the time, and mm -hmm. we don't automatically agree with one another. So, in order to make something work, you need people to say no to your ideas, so you can come up with something either better or change it. Mm -hmm. And this is how we're working. Yeah. I suggest something, they say no, it's bad. Okay. Let's rewrite it, let's rethink really of it. And we just learn to communicate with one another and mm -hmm. then just evolve from there. So, um, you know, one of us comes with the idea and the rest of us contribute. And we always add to one another. And this is how um, the song comes to what it is in the end. Because we're really skeptic. Um, yeah, but but, 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 <laughs> no, but 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 don't don't um, confuse and think it came all like really easily. Yeah. But you want to tell about the research we did about the song? 
we never did any um, conning. Artistry. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, we had we it was hard for us to get into the mind of a con artist. So we yeah. actually went and tried to from a from movies that exist at the moment, uh, the hustle and, and so on. We we kind of went and said, okay, let's see what's behind it. How yeah. are they thinking? What are how they operate? And that's how it all came together into the song. Um, we before had an issue to understand that and. Uh, yeah, now we we created it as a more of a narcissistic kind of um, of, of a person. It was supposed to also come out like completely different because we were supposed it to. It was supposed to be a female empowerment kind of song in no, the beginning. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, I was also supposed to sing in it, and then we were thinking like, okay, so now the man is hosting the woman, and it's actually like a power struggle. Like, we like complicated. <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> and then it became too, you know, too uh, feminist and, and too, um, you know, too empowering to true, one side. It wasn't true to being a con artist from the get-go, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, um, so we had to stop what we're doing and we completely rewrote the, the second verse and, you know, it was supposed to sound... But that's after the research. <laughs> we had to kind of research it before, go back and understand that maybe we were not really understanding what's happening there. Mm. Yeah. And but I've got to ask, when when Tom and Eden said, we're going to write a song about a con artist, what was your reaction? It was not like that, is the thing. It's not about like we discovered it after, but the first come the words, come the how the structure of the songs, like we built the music. And after it, we started to, to tell like the, the words and write them down. And then like we got confused because where these songs go, we, don't, we didn't know where these songs go. And then we decide to watch a movie about how like we're gonna make it better because we didn't know how like say criminal things yeah uh, this is the thing so you need Lucky to just... we don't... <laughs> <laughs> yes, for legal reasons yes <laughs> how to hide a body yeah. or a song yeah. fbi don't look for us <laughs> the next the next run from chat gpt <laughs> and just to be honest like in the mix thing I put more effort in the world. I don't need no man because I know it's gonna be like I know in my head it's gonna be the hit one that people mm -hmm. when they first listen to the song they will get hooked by this one, by this word. So I put like many effort of this thing to make it like really work well. And it is and like every person that I send a song tell me that this is the first word <laughs> I think of what, <laughs> or shipping. That we knew we knew this was gonna hurt people. Oh, but you remember how many months we sat on it without it moving anywhere? That's we were like sitting here every weekend and it wasn't was that forming. much time. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean yeah. It felt like months. A short background, uh, their first song in the old band took like six months to create. So everything seven, is a seven months. Well, we have like one one fight about one note. <laughs> it took us one week four months to solve it. That's <laughs> yeah, so you have it. How does it look like? <laughs> We're fighting about things no one cares. Or cares. Careful, emotionally care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't risk greatness, though, can you? You gotta get yeah. that perfect note over six months. Get 
just right. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knew. No, nobody could understand like what the difference would have been. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes sent her like two different versions of the same thing and with one different note or one different phrase and like, what do you like better? I don't hear any difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the voice of reason when it comes to <laughs> because I didn't I didn't study production and music production so I don't have the ear to hear like those tiny new ones that they, they hear and I don't. So. We've kind of hinted at it a bit there, uh, but let's like let's now like dedicate an entire section to this. Um, how to write a song. So, um, Tom, you mentioned that um, for, for yourself, you start with a phrase. Is that kind of common among musicians, or is that just something that you're like, yeah, that's my kind of thing? I can speak for myself mostly, and and, and say one hundred percent, there's no right way or wrong way to do it. Inspiration can come from anything. I was walking in the street one day. I heard a dog barking in specific uh, rhythm, and oh, okay, let's make a song out of it. <laughs> New ideas yeah, coming. Tell them about my favorite song that that you did from something very unexpected. Which one? The notification one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an alarm clock uh, in my phone, and uh, uh, it was in my phone, and it goes like da 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 da. That's the whole thing. And from that, yeah, it came an idea for some musical thing that I'm saying. So sometimes singing to myself and <laughs> driving. And, and he is singing that, and I'm hearing the alarm clock. <laughs> 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 you know, just cleaning something or doing something and like coming to myself. <laughs> oh, God. I know, I know for myself that. Um, when I hear an alarm clock, I don't think music. I think, oh my god, I have to wake up now. Uh, <laughs> and um, he's the one person who doesn't, so I hear it over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eden, Bar, what about you two? When does inspiration just strike randomly for you two, or is it? Is it, or do you two have um, have a method? I cannot say there is, like Tom said, there is no method about it. It's like in the way of a moment. So sometimes it can be from the course itself. Sometimes it can be from um, how it's called? The verse. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, from the verse. Sometimes it can be only from the drums. Sometimes it can be only from the lyrics. So it's really doesn't have method behind it. You just need to focus on one thing. And this is the important thing is basically if you remember, like to think about if it's a hook, something that will catch you like one hour later or two hours later, you know, this is something that will work basically. Because if you're brain able to memorize something you did two hours after, then it's something that you can take it. Because most of the people think like about, um, yeah, let's make it complicated. Um, let's add this thing and that thing and that thing and that thing and all mash potatoes together and we like we usually do. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> we don't do We're it. We're trying to filter that, yeah. <laughs> we don't do it before. 
Many people. <laughs> but never mind, we don't think about all Just look in the mirror. <laughs> 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 so first you have to be aware of it. Yeah. And yeah. we try to control it, but this is like this is the thing. Like add more and more and more stuff doesn't mean it's good. It's like mix and mastering. If you add more uh plugins and make it like too complicated, it will sound like a fucking I don't know what that Yeah. If yeah. any musician is listening, uh, the more complicated you make it, complication is not necessarily hard. The harder stuff is to make it simple and catchy. Right. Exactly. And this is why most pop songs are so successful because they manage to catch something that triggers um, the, the, the need in your brain to hear it's it again and again. Because, yeah, repetition. This is very, very important when you're writing songs. And, of course, it was really hard for us as metalheads, you know, because uh, we like to hear lots of complicated stuff and riffs and... Uh, also, uh, in the metal, it's not that complicated, it's the same thing. Same yeah, thing. The, the, the successful songs are. This is why nobody liked Metallica, the Black Album, because it was very poppy and repetitive. But this was one of the most successful ones. Of course, the snare and loss album. And the drummer. Yeah, it's simple, but it works. And, and that's, that's the catchy thing behind everything. You see games that are, you know, overly complicated. Um, they can mess it up really easily. But things with simple mechanics and simple understanding of how, how uh, to catch someone. This is really what makes the biggest impact because it's easier for the brain to process it. Yeah. And upon that, you can build something bigger and greater. So yeah. start simple and see what it takes you. I will just add the one... Uh, let's say illness that every songwriter has is that all the good ideas come when you don't want them to come, which yeah. is when you are in the shower <laughs> or when you're, or Tom is when you're about to go to sleep or if you're in a bus ride and you cannot record anything and you cannot hear anything is definitely when, <laughs> when the good ideas come and you forget them. Or you record so silently that you can't hear anything after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I can tell you all that uh, since Tom is so uh, into the process of creating songs, uh, it came to him so often. And uh, when we were first together, he was so shy of doing the humming next to me that he would be like, continue walking. And I'm like behind, he's behind like recording. And he wouldn't want me to hear that. And thankfully, now it's not the case anymore. <laughs> that you uh, develop with time and since we started working together things came to me like more um, more easily than before and our third song which is now in process um, I had more to 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 help with and I'm so happy about it and I was like oh my god I can't believe my great song <laughs> so uh, that's something that if you, if you start doing then it, it develops itself better so yeah so you've got the idea now um you've kind of done you, you you've <laughs> had um i'm just thinking of a hypothetical song now uh you can't you've got the idea you've 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 developed that that from a kernel into something that you, that's actually a little bit tangible so can you walk me through what do you guys do next oh all right so the third song that we're working on now was something completely different 
before that because we were trying to uh, incorporate Spanish music with metal and create something out of it. But since we're not familiar with the Spanish music and uh, Bar and I specifically were not uh, super fans of this uh, genre, uh, it was so hard for us to love what we're doing. And I think this is a really important thing to also familiarize yourself with the type of music you're doing and uh, love the type of music that you're doing. Because I, for example, would be not be happy to create rap because I'm not a fan of rap music. Um, so it would be hard for me. And um, we had to ditch the entire song and we were working on it for a couple of weeks. And uh, then we just came up with a new idea of something. It, it came with a fra- uh, like a, a musical part and around it we started building everything else. Um, so you record the part that you want to do the computer, you check the, the scale and the speed uh, of the song, if it really fits and it sounds nice. Yeah, we have a home studio, so it's kind of easy. Yeah. Um, and then you just step by step start building everything around it. So you you toss an idea to the air. Okay, I have an idea. It goes like this. Okay, what can we use it for? Uh, that sounds nice for uh, a verse. Okay, then we try singing with it, and then it sounds uh, too messy and too uh, too full of uh, music and stuff happening there. So okay, so let's use that as a transition between uh, the opening and the verse. So we do that, and then for the verse we uh, try to play something simpler. And um, you know, it just goes like this. So you come up with an idea, you see if it works, if it fits the whole uh, atmosphere of the song, and um, then you see, okay, where can I use it in? And okay, it fits here. Um, then you make it better, and then you move on to the next part. So it's constantly going back and forth and making mistakes and um, uh, reshaping it. So come up with something basic, and then build up on it. Yeah, but what we what what's something that is very important um, that we do in the process is especially with the lyrics we continue to check if it sound if it makes sense, right? Yeah. So if you create like a verse and you create a chorus and then you're like, okay, but does it make sense together? Does like if, if do we continue one story? Do we especially with the um, the second uh, song and when we started writing the second verse and we even finished it and then we're like. But that doesn't correlate with what we wanted to say um, with this song. So it is very important that we understand or create the understanding of what is behind the, the, the words that we want to create. So we always have a message that we want to bring out. And so we always constantly think about it and we, we get back to the, the original idea. And does it still within this realm of idea that we thought of? So um, there is a constant check. But we develop, it, it can be like a, a very messy, <laughs> a very messy process because it could be that we start with the chorus and then, and then the verse and then come back in, coming back to the chorus and changing that. And, and it, it could be a back and forth kind of thing. And there is no like, okay, we start from the, the beginning till the end. That was, it never looks like it, at least in our process. So it's very interesting. And every song looks different. So. Tom, are you writing yourself? Are you uh, creating something? Um, no, I'm tone deaf. Um... No, I do have behind here. Um, I've got my. I think you could just about see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's my guitar, but I must admit, I, I haven't played in like 10 years. And um, 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too great. I do sound like I, I did try singing once, and I do sound like a cat being strangled. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we have auto But but um, for, for yourself, what are your personal steps that you take when you are creating music? Just like like I said, it's come like for me. It most come from when I in the shower so yep. <laughs> I just I come and then I said okay I can't drop it so I must repeat it in my head over and over again <laughs> so like in a half hour because I shower very long so it's half an hour <laughs> to read and repeat in my head all the time that is actually the worst thing you can do because sometimes you repeat it and then you want to continue it so you yeah. continue the song and then you do what you did before <laughs> So that's why sometimes happens. Make sure to shower. So that's why whenever I have an idea in the shower, I stop showering, dry my hands, record, and then continue the shower. Because you always have your phone. Uh, yeah, I do. So <laughs> like then you are all wet and then ah. So I <laughs> tell me, no, but it's warm. I want to stay in warm. Shape. Okay, never mind. He took it his own <laughs> tactic. Yeah, so just repeat it and then like what? Oh. And sometimes like you feel like when you repeat it so, so many times, sometimes you feel okay. This is not good. What the hell do I'm doing? This is crap. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> so you just drop the the thing down. Sometimes like you have like the ideas and you write it down and then one day after you discover what the hell did I do? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's happened so many times. It's yeah, it's also happened to me even at work in the kitchen. Oh yeah, yeah. There are... Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you say to the bo- to the chef, one minute I need to go to the bathroom and then like <laughs> 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 oh, I can imagine that. <laughs> I, I think I have the title for today's episode. Um, <laughs> song rang in the shower. One minute, I'll be back. Um, <laughs> if someone makes a, a recordable microphone that you can put in the shower with you, that's a million dollar idea. Then how do you know it's what you sing and not the the water coming into it? Mm, that's where you do the, the filtration of the song. <laughs> Startup idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What is it about the shower that just ideas just flow? Like I wrote so wrote so many intros and come up with so many plans for the podcast in the shower. The lack of stimulation. When you're not stimulated all the time, like you don't have your phone with you, you're not in front of the computer, in front of the TV. Just clear your mind. You let other things come in, and this is uh, yeah. why when you do mundane work like uh, washing the dishes or cleaning the floor or working in the kitchen or this kind of stuff, this is where most of the ideas come. So, but I think it's also because of the, like if you take a walk, for example, also you have more ideas than. But you're just, not yeah. stimulated as well when you're walking. You're not walking like you're not on a vacation and looking at things and oh my god, this is amazing. You're just walking in the street and get somewhere, so you know the surrounding and then you're uh, what you see. So mm-hmm. as long as you're not on your phone or talking to someone. It's where your focus is at at the moment. Yeah. So the lack of stimulation brings the the, the creativity. So, yeah, stop the screens if you want to get more creative. <laughs> yeah. I see the commercial already. Right <laughs> <laughs> Screen wall. <laughs> 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 it was an episode on the, the uh, string, uh, what's it called? The, the Big Bang Theory, where uh, Sheldon was stuck with uh, oh, yeah. an idea for a formula, so he started working in a restaurant. Uh, and to, something broke and he figured it out. Yeah, yeah just, just to bore himself. And, yeah. 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 That's no. true, that's true. 
Yeah, totally, totally. Um, before I go to the questionnaire, I've got one last question. Um, for the three of you, what is the most challenging part of writing a song? Where to begin? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not just just the writing the song part. I think it's the whole music as a whole that is hard because when you release the song, you have no idea how people are going to see it. You have constant uh, competition with um, so many other singers out there and musicians. Uh, when you're writing the songs, you're sometimes feeling down because it's not going as well as you planned it would be, and uh, you know the outcome is. Uh, you, you're not in love with it as you hoped it would be. And when you release it, there's constant, constant stress. And, you know, your perfectionist brain is like, uh, how does it not get million views yet? And that's, that's a really hard part. Um, something that took us years to, um, to filter out as musicians is to have the ability to just let go of stuff that don't work. Yeah. Because you're writing things, you're falling in love with it. You, you think that everybody else would also like it as well, and then they hear it and they're like, ah, could be better. And then you know, in the beginning, it's like, oh no, it's my baby. I, I, I thought of it. It's, it's the the fruit of my own my mind. Creation. Yeah, how do they like it? Uh, but in time, you, you get to understand that you know, you can always come up with new stuff. Um, ideas never stop coming, and you just need to let yourself go and and continue yeah and i think uh, with, with the um like the, the let's say the challenges within a band i would say would be communication so this is something we're constantly working on um basically how to work together without offending anyone in one case but on the other hand like to still create something that we're all happy with um it's getting better with time which is great um but it's definitely something that you would see in every band so this is the, there's no way that somebody would say yeah hey, i have an idea he plays it and everybody would think like oh that that sucks or it doesn't really fit the song and they would be like Oh yeah, no, no, no! It's great. Put it in. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so it's just how do, God. How, do <laughs> how, how do you say that without offending anyone on one hand, but you're you're true to yourself, and and eventually when we find that formula, it's how we create songs that we all love and we are all happy with, and also we all feel included within the song. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> Wow, it's, it's a huge. Yeah, I think it's the base of every relationship, you know. Uh, yeah. uh, us as a couple, and and you with uh, uh, John, right? John, John. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, in the beginning, you're learning how to communicate and how to talk to each other, and if you don't agree on something, you also learn how to say it to the other person without offending them, um, and how to compliment someone. Um, because some of us don't get it very, oh, very well. Right. That was Complimenting a, is really hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you come to someone, oh my god, you're, you're amazing. And they're like, oh no, I suck. You, 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 have, you have no idea what you're talking about. So it's also a part of the communication. It's everything that we do in our everyday life. The, the talking to each other, the understanding. So Bar and I can't really get compliments very well. And, <laughs> you cannot even say them sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> Ah, good job. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. And um, uh, we, we used to work really well with negative reinforcement. 
And uh, in time, we realized it's not really healthy for us because um, it, it's it's creating other problems. Um, so yeah, but, uh, back to the fourth song again. <laughs> talking about <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's about constant learning, constant yeah. learning, nonstop. You, yeah. you never stop learning, and that, that's the amazing process. Yeah. Of it. And communication is a work in progress all the time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely, always. And and this is also one thing that I'm kind of interested to see how it's how, what's going to happen to it when we add more people to the band. Yeah. This is something we're thinking about, and it's kind of. Um, we're we're kind of thinking about it in a happy thoughts, but then also kind of worried about, about it because we already started forming something that works for us very well. But yeah. we know that other people can bring you know new ideas, new perspectives, but they can also bring their own communication issues and <laughs> egos and whatnot. So um, yeah, this is something we're kind of working on ourselves as well yeah. <laughs> on that process. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and bar for you, for yourself. Um, what's the most challenging part of writing a song for you? I think everything they said is correct. <laughs> uh, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> say the right thing. <laughs> Mastering process that's you know, like again with constant back and forth. Yeah, but it doesn't even work alone. Yeah, but still, you know, you, you send it to us and then we don't know how to communicate it back to ah, you. Ah, so. you mean this one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so the back and forth, something it's like many people like, get offended. It's like when, it's like, like you said, uh, when someone sends you something that, yeah, and tell me what you think about it, and then you tell you what you think about it, and then you get. Offended because he tell you what you think about it. What is the first question you ask? So, so get offended of something you ask for. It's like that makes sense to me. We're expecting a good result, but then, but then it's not. We yeah, don't so. really want your opinion. We want you to say it. Say you love it. Say you love it. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often with us, hopefully. But, uh, it's not. It's not. This past, is the thing that I like. Past experience. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that I like. That's why my communication with Thomas is very, very good because I know I can trust him, and he know he can trust me. So when he sends me something that I don't like, I will tell him, and he will accept it. Of course, when we start, we have many clashes. Uh, we fight many times. Like I said, we fight about one note. <laughs> so we don't talk about it anymore. But from that, it, we. We always developed something. It was never a fight that we said, okay, we break like the band, no more. <laughs> you tell me don't like my songs. I don't want to be anymore. It almost came to that point a couple of times. No. In, in, the, in the very beginning. Yeah. They know each other for more in than the eight very and a half years. Like, <laughs> a lot of history went there. So. Well, at the very beginning, maybe it was. But you remember the, the first thing that the, this is another evil topic. Oh. I, I don't want to end so, so when I start to learn the, the keyboard and the you know, you get very frustration and you cry a lot, like really like end days that I cry so many times. But this is another topic that I don't want to get <laughs> <laughs> So let's say, yeah. Um, bottom line, 
is no how to talk. Yeah, it's a, it's like how to talk in relationship. It's it's yeah. it's totally not that. Um, so this yeah, this is the bottom line I can say. And you already said it, so <laughs> it's think, not my idea. <laughs> I think it's the hardest thing to to understand that there's always room for room for improvement. Yeah, and uh, yeah. The openness to and willingness to learn new things. Uh, I know so many people that come and say, "This is me. I'm not going to change." Uh, oh yeah. And we we had these problems in previous band with previous members, and it was very hard to work with and very hard to uh, to criticize some things that uh, we didn't 100% like. So yeah, just accept that not many people will always like what you do. Yeah. And even if you do something and you have a million of fans, you'll also have millions of haters. That's part of life. Yeah. Everything you do, someone will love and someone someone will hate. So let's deal with it. So I have a little tradition that I like to do at the end of each of my episodes. And this is the first time I've done it with more than one person. So we're going to try something <laughs> right now and hope that it works. This is the questionnaire. <laughs> Let's see if this works. Let's see if this works. Um, so these come from the uh, Prost questionnaire, which were later adapted by Bernard Pivot and later by the James Lipton. And now I present the Why on Earth Does Inspiration Always Strike in the Shower adaptation to yourselves. We're going to go one at a time. Um, we've kind of agreed on the order. Uh, so we're going to kick off. What is your favorite word? So my favorite word is actually in German, <laughs> and it is the word doch, which means, um, so if, if you kind of... On the of, contrary. On the contrary, yeah. This is something that in Hebrew, for example, you don't have, or you don't use that often, and in German you use it all the time, and I wish that exists in, like, all languages. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not sure I have a favorite word, but I do love to use the word awesome a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, yeah, amazing. It is like, yes, but with more passion and more fun. So someone asked me, you want to do something? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite uh, word is basically, um, well, it's a sentence, but I don't know if it's allowed. So my favorite word basically is like, um strong because strong is something that like you know um don't be afraid to be something else don't be afraid to um like if group of people don't like you it's okay you don't have to be with them go to another group maybe they will like yeah. you so this is the thing that i learned when i was very young and that's why it's like strong for me it's like the, the word that's that's pretty good. Good. <laughs> Question two, what is your least favorite word? Uh, my least favorite word? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think I have a least favorite word. Like, I had one and I forgot. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will pass on that. <laughs> Tom? I don't have really a least favorite word because I think vocabulary is something really engaging and fun, but I do have words that I don't like the sound of them for. And it, it, that's a German word for me. Oh, yeah, it's, right. it's Kneipe. Kneipe means a pub. I just don't, don't like the way you say it. <laughs> kneipe. Let's go to the Kneipe and have some beer. 
<laughs> it sounds so weird. <laughs> yeah, so now all Ger Germans ban you from <laughs> going into. I love pubs. I just don't like the word they use for it. <laughs> yeah. That's Excuse cool. me. Also, pubs you don't like anymore. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? Uh, not a creature as I used to be. What? The word. Which one? Data protection. Ah, uh, Datenschutz. <laughs> this is the word that I hate. I cannot hear it. It's a bunch of lies. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot hear this word anymore. Like, every German say it. Uh, how is it called? Datenschutz. Datenschutz. But it doesn't matter. It's data protection. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's learning uh, AWS at the moment. and. Uh, or cyber security. Yeah. Cyber security, yeah. But it's not only that, it's like, for, for me, data protection is to make people lazy. I don't want to do my job, so I say it's data protection, because I don't want to say something you want to know. <laughs> yeah, so it's very common in German to send uh, normal mail and faxes instead of actually sending emails, because, uh, because in the internet, protection. someone can hack you and other stuff. Like Sorry, that. it's not only that. When you go to the, uh, to the like, agenture, uh, uh, like <laughs> governmental offices. Yeah, they know everything already about you, but they will ask you to do process that you don't need to do. <laughs> <laughs> because that's a show. All right. Um, <laughs> question three. <laughs> Um, question three. Um, I'm going to attempt this one. Uh, what engages you? I can say music engages me. So for me, music is a huge part of life. And you would see me like uh, reading books with music and learning with music and doing basically everything with music. So for me, I cannot start anything <laughs> without having music around. Uh, for me, I would say it's actually words and the way you use them, because you can use them to tell a story or to express, emo express emotions in specific ways. And it combines with almost everything we're doing, uh, with stories, movies, music. And sometimes I can hear a song and then I read the lyrics afterwards and it gives it like a completely different meaning, which I absolutely love. Uh, for me also it's music. This is the one that uh, makes me feel alive again. Um, yeah. Because before I discovered music, I was a zombie. And when I discovered music, it was something that fulfilled my life. So... Engaging. Yeah. And what <clears throat> disengages you? Um, what disengages me? I would say... <laughs> it's kind of stupid. But... Um, at least if if I'm if I'm watching a video or something like that, then if it it becomes really stupid, or just like it, it it kind of disrespect my intelligence or something yeah. like that, I don't know. I don't know how to say it without sounding condescending, but uh, yeah, I hope it can come across. No, you sounded how... perfectly there. No, no, I, I totally get what you mean. It's it's yeah. that kind of like I'm here. I'm watching something that I was expecting to be serious, and it's not. Like it's not yeah, is that about your expectation? Like that, yeah. It's basically you want to en um, enrich your life with something, and then it's like kind of something that you, you would think a child will maybe do, even not sometimes. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, to me, I'm not sure what disengages me, but I would say predictability. I know it's really weird, but you can see it mostly in the latest Disney films and. All the stuff that they, they really go based on a formula and you know what the end is going to be like and there's no nothing special to it and kind of like 
So what's the purpose of creating new stuff? It's not getting anywhere interesting and new. Yeah. For me, it's style. I just take that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we just had that conversation of how much he hates shopping for clothes. <laughs> Typical man. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, oh, God. I, I did used to hate shopping. I, I've, I've sort of got on around to it a little bit now that I've, got, I've, I've sort of found a little bit more kind of what I like. But yeah, no, I, I kind of I kind of get what you mean because it's like it doesn't feel like it's our world, does it? <laughs> Either, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, question five. What sound or noise do you love? Sound of the ocean, it is for me. The waves and basically, yeah, that can calm me down immediately. Yeah, to me, I would say the sound of nature. I mean, you go outside and you hear the uh, birds and trees. You mean trees? Oh, yeah, like the, yeah, the, the wind. The wind. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I just love the sound. For me, it's two, but I will pick one. So it's the noise of the keyboard. So when you type on the keyboard, like mm. you don't oh, wow. do that <laughs> But those mechanic <laughs> ones, mechanical ones. Yeah. Yes. The, the um, that make the noise like the, the, the also the old keyboards, like, like, like yeah. the actual keyboard no- noise without what it present, like what it creates. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I've just, to the whole internet, I've just shown how dusty my keyboard is. I really need to fix that. Loving the sea, it looks perfectly fine. <laughs> All right, um, what sound or noise do you hate? I would say sirens and horns, like something that's super, you know, you have like these high pitches that really bug you in your ear. <laughs> I don't know if this is for me. Yeah, to me it's um, nails against a board or a wall. I don't know why. It, it always gives me like a... Or a knife on, on the... Knife or, or a plate. plate, yeah, you know, like scratchy noise that really annoy the heck out of you. Also the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised how common that is as well. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure at least twenty or thirty percent of people I've asked have said, have said something along those lines with the scraping and the. Um, I'm just imagining it now. So let's move on to everyone's favourite question, mine too, and this can be in any language you like. What is your favourite curse word? My favorite curse word is scheiße, which in German is shit. <laughs> I, I just love how, how it, run, it rolls on your tongue and also the fact that it makes every German cringe. <laughs> really funny. I like fuck just because of the, the amount of weight you can yep. put into it. It's, it's so versatile. It's how like, much fuck you can give when it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck this shit. And I don't give a fuck about what you think. And, oh, fuck, right, you're right. <laughs> it can play in so many different situations. It's absolutely beautiful word. And, and it's being censored so much, which is really pissing me off. It's in the vocabulary. We should be able to speak however we want, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> For me, like it's fuck you because okay, <laughs> or compliment me because if it's 
if I said fuck you, it's like, okay, you want, you want the person to get fucked, right? No. That's, that's a whole different, whole different approach. <laughs> they want to be fucked. Uh, I would that would be like a... <laughs> it's the same thing, yeah, come on. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So I never understand. Yeah, but fuck you by who? That's or what? That's the question. It doesn't say by who. Uh, the thing is, it's fuck you. It doesn't say fuck you with someone else. <laughs> it says fuck you. So you choose with who you want to fuck. But that's also the question. If someone tells me fuck you, I ask me who. Okay. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> It's not a curse, it's a demand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a proposal. <laughs> yeah, I marry you right now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's like a whole different thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's just the beauty of the work part. <laughs> <laughs> Got two more to go. Uh, two more after this. Uh, <laughs> question eight: What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? I would say some sort of a public speaker. Mm -hmm. uh, in a sense, I really love to to be on stage and to speak. Uh, yeah, you can probably notice that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But if you say like I would like to attempt, this is something I would like to attempt, like to to speak out, say messages, and to make people you know change their mind in a way. Hotel reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> people pay me to go to hotels and check it out. I I wouldn't mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love it. I more, many people would love it. Yeah, I just love to have vacations and go around the world. So if you could get paid for it, why not? Interesting, not yeah. not food critic, but hotel food. Yeah, I'm in my thirties. Everything I eat kills me. So <laughs> <laughs> hotels, I can't complain. At least well, I can. Because <laughs> like I get it for free. Like which profession I want to do? Yeah, uh, other than music, if it's not that. Ah, oh, voiceover. Oh, voiceover yeah. is yes. one thing I feel that I really want to do. <laughs> Oh. And he does it for for free for us. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know you're on the right podcast because both my first guest of season one and my last guest of season one, both of them are voice actors. Oh. I might have to include you in an email. Um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, yes, they're no, definitely going to do that. All right. What profession would you not like to do? Ooh. For me, for me, it's to work in the sewage or in, yeah. with, with uh, um, trash or something like that. I am very sensitive when it comes to smells. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Wow, so many ch works to, to choose from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to work in customer support, so I, I can say definitely that I never want to go back there again. It teaches you so much, but it also really shows you many things you don't want to see. <laughs> Especially for introverts. Yeah, yeah. I'm a huge introvert, so <laughs> speaking to other people is not my <laughs> forte. <laughs> also the same uh, as Tom. I don't really like uh, work with the customer support. Uh, people can be fa uh, F annoying. Yeah. 
so you know it's like really awful but again if you have no choice and this is the thing if you have no choice then do whatever it takes yeah, I know <laughs> 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 my mind running what I can do uh, yeah, ADHD okay, on the house <laughs> <laughs> You know, millions of people around the world just nodded in agreement. Uh, <laughs> customer support is the worst job ever. People suck. People suck. <laughs> All right, final question. If you could say only one statement to any one person, what would that statement be and who would that person be? I would say the one thing that comes to my mind is to Lizzie Hell to go and tell her that she's awesome and she's changed my life. This might be a bit controversial and I'm going to drag lots of hate for me, but if I would have the chance to see Elon Musk, I will tell him that he's the worst person alive. Oh. And for a very, very understandable reason, he is making so many problems right now in so many different areas. If you look yep. at Tesla, if you look at Twitter, if you look at uh, everything that he's been involved with, he's just causing chaos around him. And just because he speaks nicely and he had a really good start going on, it doesn't mean that he continues doing that, that type, type of success. Mm -hmm. And he's ruining so many people's life right now. Life right now and uh, he's just a terrible person. Yeah. The way, and you can see it. The way he's treating his employees and people on Twitter and the way he's destroying so many other companies and yeah, just that. Uh, hard question. Um, well, I think most of the, the problem with the world, the modern world, uh, and the statement is like, why people, okay, why humanity as once, if you don't understand the topic, why you decide to go to the same social thing and put your comments that you don't even know what you're talking about and think like you know everything? Who's so, the person you're telling it to? Everyone. That question has ended in many of these interviews on various different notes, um, but that's the first time we've we ended like that, and I love it. Um, Evan, Tom, Garth, thank you so, so much for today. I really appreciate this. I really appreciate your time. Uh, Obviously, everyone, if you're listening now, immediately go stream, uh, go 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 stream all of their work. Go stream whatever is coming out next between the period I'm recording this and then when I'm actually going to release it because I'm actually organised for once. Um, and before we go, where can people find you online? Where are your social media handles? I would say pick your poison. We're there. Um, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube for sure. Um, all the Spotify, streaming, Music, yeah, streaming Pandora. platforms, all, like everything. We're there. Um, and yeah, or, or come find us in Leipzig, Germany. You can try that. <laughs> I'd love Hopefully. to go visit. Honestly, I want to go to Germany at some point. Um, 
You are invited. And Leipzig yeah. is like one of the best. Weather is amazing. Leipzig is one of the best. Come over, we have good beer, pretzels. I'm sold, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm booking a ticket. Where's my card? <laughs> <laughs> right, hopefully we will start with uh, with concerts soon in Leipzig. So. Yes. And let me know also when you come over to the UK, you better come over to the UK. Yes. If if we've sorted it's things cool. out. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> We we made a decision. Alright, I'm gonna stop the recording now before I say something.